Hello, welcome back to On Track with John Ali. I am your host, John Ali. Yes, this is me speaking, just in case you needed some reminding. I am super excited this week because I am sharing my very first interview with a non-musician. I absolutely love and adore my music babes, but I wanted to change it up a bit this season and talk to some queer talent outside of music. So this week, I'm sharing my interview with Brooklyn-based designer and artist Patrick Church, You most definitely have seen me wearing a bunch of his pieces throughout the years. We safely reunited recently and got into how he got started as an artist, growing up in England, his new collections, his plans for the future, and so much more. He doesn't do a lot of interviews, so I am super thrilled to share this with you guys. But before we get into it, a little disclaimer, we did record this in his studio while some much-needed work needed to happen, so if you hear any random noise in the background, just ignore it and enjoy Let's get on track. Hello, everybody. This is John Ali. And today we are on track with Patrick Church. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm nervous, but I'm good. (laughs) Yeah. Disclosure, he's fully nervous. He doesn't. I'm really nervous. He doesn't love to talk on the mic, but we're going to ease him into this. But she's going to speak. Yeah, she's speaking. She's speaking. And one thing you said before, Mm. before we got on this, that people don't really know that you are English. Yeah, people don't know. When I open my mouth, I think a lot of people are shocked. Yeah, they're like, oh, okay. Like, oh, she's not from New York. (laughs) Yeah. She's a liar. Yeah, she's a liar. (laughs) No, no, no. No, no. but um, yeah, I'm British. Um, But it's good to see you. The last time we saw each other was actually when we did the pop-up. Yeah. When you were doing... Thank you for providing the the amazing sounds yeah that was fun yeah i i remember thinking about that because it felt like only a few months it was like a few months before everything came crashing down (laughs) with all the the pandemic and like all of that yeah when was it i'm trying to remember it's honestly it feels like it It was was like in the winter right yeah i just remember it was was really cold cold. it was really cold (laughs) in there it was freezing but it went that was amazing have you ever have you done a pop-up like that before no i've never had like a retail space or anything so it was really cool and it like to design it was really fun to to turn it you should have seen it before okay it was shocking was it just like a blank canvas it was just really gross and (laughs) so we we did the best we could like with a lot of help yeah a lot of help but no i think it looks really cool no you try pink yeah you would have never known before that it was anything else no i was happy to do it because when people connect and buy my work i always want to meet people so like it was so cool to meet people and like try stuff on and that's the fun bit. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of how we met. I just popped yeah. into your studio one day and I was remember. like, hi, I'm John. With the black I'm... and white pajamas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I wore those. Wants those. Oh, I, I still have them. I wear the, I wear the. You wore it so well. Well, I wore it that night too, because I was DJing that night. Mm-hmm. And I always like need something cute when I like to DJ. Yeah. And I was like, obviously, easy, done. And that's how we met. And then we got to work together after, shortly after that. But mm-hmm. That's the story. It's not about us. It's about you. ASMR. <laughs> so you grew up in London. No, I didn't grow up in London. Oh, you didn't grow up. You grew up in England. Some, yeah, in England? I grew up in England. I grew up in a really small, uh, like it was about an hour from London in like a small village uh, in the in the countryside. Uh, it was really very 
like rural. Just your, like you and your family? Yeah, just me and my family. I'm really like close with my family. They've always been very like accepting of me and like encouraging and supportive, but it was a bit of a shit show living there. <laughs> uh, just being who I was yeah, yeah. and like not being able to hide it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I came out the womb in a tutu. And you were ready. Yeah. Like my mum made me a tutu for my second birthday. So it, it was, no, I feel lucky, like, but it was weird. Would you say you're closer to your mom? Was it just your mom you're living with? Who 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 was like in the house? So it was my dad, my mom, my sister. Okay. I have a younger sister who's amazing. I love her. She we're very different, but we're also really similar. Like she's works in like finance. Okay. And she lives in the city and like really put together. And I don't okay. think I'm very put together. <laughs> but my dad's like the coolest guy ever. Like he ran like a skateboarding company when I was little. Oh. And, like his own company. And like, I came out to my dad before I came out to my mom. So like, my dad was, he's quite uh, flamboyant and like camp, I guess. And Mm -hmm. he's really like confident. He was in a band, like I thought he was like the coolest guy ever. And I think he still is like the coolest guy (laughs) ever. So no, my parents are really cool. My mom, I'm very close with my mom. I've always been like a mummy's boy, but we're very similar, we're very emotional. And Uh like, we can get on each other's nerves a little bit. But hey, that's I feel like that's normal and yeah, like, right? like gay son mom relationship. Yeah. You gotta get on each other's nerves. Yeah, it's strange, <laughs> but no, I love her. Yeah. And then you said like they always encourage you to kind of like just be who you are. Do yeah. You- I never felt like I had to hide mm-hmm. being gay or mm-hmm. you know what I mean, which is great. Like, and I know how hard like so many people have it. So it that was fine. It was just outside of that safe space that maybe wasn't as yeah easy yeah which i think a lot of people can there's i feel like the people that i've talked to with this it's Mm. either like your safe space Mm. was at home because your family was very loving and encouraging Mm. and outside was it or it was the other way around where your family situation wasn't so great but outside of it it was it was better yeah which is interesting but like that is that's beautiful that you were able to like have that safety net at home always i think so you have like a yeah Definitely. Yeah. Do you have a maybe like a vivid memory growing up that like you're very fond of or something that brings you joy that you, you look back to? I think like because I've been doing so much with the like fashion aspect of my work, I guess. I, I remember doing like fashion shows when I was about 13, 12, 13. <laughs> and I put on like three fashion shows, made all the clothes myself <laughs> and with a friend from school. And I really did use, I felt like very lonely growing up and uh, very different and like very uncomfortable but I used that as like an escapism and I just remember like doing that and I like they were filmed and I made one of the, the things like out of trash bag. I don't know it's just like it was really like I have the videotapes and I want to watch them again I was like, gonna say I want to yeah I like, want to see yeah that'd be just just even like maybe even draw some like inspiration from yeah, it right like, like I th- feel like through a little like throwback situation yeah I feel like when you're so like naive and you're just like playing around creatively and stuff without having to worry about like a final outcome of thing I don't know it was just it's interesting like the fact that I did that I think it's quite cool well it's it is kind of like you're doing the grown-up version of that now I know (laughs) (laughs) yeah I guess I am (laughs) but it's definitely more like fragile yeah like you just didn't know you were doing it then you were just being a kid yeah exactly when did it kind of just like you really like indulging into like the art and like doing stuff like that when did that start coming happening so 
I really wanted to be like a fashion designer. And when I was at high, in high school till about when I was like, so when I was doing those fashion shows, like 12 to 15, maybe I really wanted to be a fashion designer and I was just obsessed with fashion and stuff. And I used to read Vogue all the time. And then I started like really getting into like fine art and I had an amazing art teacher at school who introduced me to a bunch of painters that I found like really prolific to me. And it sort of spoke to me more than fashion in the end. Mm -hmm. I think I was growing out of it. I felt like I was growing out of it. And I just really related to like the emotional aspect of how someone can um, put their emotions into their work. And Mm -hmm. it just felt like it had a little bit more meaning to me than, than fashion at that time. So I was really encouraged by my art teacher. And I started like, painting and with like oil paints as well and I'd never really like taken it very seriously but I really like took like a bird to water to it and I just wanted to paint all the time and I knew that's what I, I was like okay I want to be a painter this is what I want to do and like I I just know the paintings I want to paint I'm very stubborn yeah like really stubborn okay <laughs> and I was like I know what I want to do and like um do I need to go to art school yeah. and like so I carried on doing it I stayed at school till I was 18 and then I went to school I went I left to move to London so me and all my friends were like okay we're gonna move to London yeah yeah yeah. I lived like an hour from London I used to go out in London when I was like 13 14 without my friends we'd get my friends had like fake ID and I had one yeah and we'd go to like there was this one bar called G-A-Y oh have you heard of it yes yeah and we could get in at like 12 p.m so we'd go at like 12 (laughs) p.m like all dressed up at like 13 14 years old and um so you were kind of indulging into that like club yeah experience oh my early. god yeah I like we'd stay in there all day till like and then at six it started getting busy and uh. then we would be there and we get the last train home at like 12 or 1 in the morning <laughs> and it was really fun so I was going out like I um my mom and dad were cosmopolitan in a way like my mum always would take me and my sister to like London and like she knew quite a lot about like fashion and my auntie my mom's sister was really like glamorous growing up. So I, I always remember being attracted to that escapism of glamour and yeah. like watching my mom and my auntie get ready. And they were, just remember one time, like my auntie was walking downstairs wearing like Dolce & Gabbana leopard print trousers and Ew. she played her Steinway piano, like drunk with cigarette and <laughs> with the red fingernails. And I was, I just really loved it. So like that, I don't know. I, I really like, I was going out in London from probably like 14. So I knew I wanted to move there when I was 18. You had a plan for yourself. Yeah, I had a plan for myself. I had like two best gay friends growing up who I'm still like best friends with and they want me to shout out. <laughs> so John and Leo, fucking love you. Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, they, we were all like, we're going to move to London. We're going to move to London. So I ended up moving there. and I With went them to, or without them? With Leo. Okay. And I started at art school. I don't really talk about it very often, but, and I won't go into like huge details, but I like really suffered with a depression and anxiety growing up and I could not stay in school. Like mm-hmm. it just, just did not work out for me. I tried three times with, mm-hmm. with um art school and I couldn't get it together and I just couldn't do it. And I also just kind of like knew that I wanted to paint and I didn't really like being told what to do or like how You felt to... confined in like the structure yeah. of the school. Yeah. Yeah, completely. To be honest, like it was a really difficult time when I lived in London from about 18 to 21. I was 
in a difficult relationship with someone and with a lot of major ups and downs and like a personal journey of like discovery too yeah. I think like going through quite a lot of different things and I, I couldn't stick to the art school thing but do you know what I always painted and especially when I felt really low and like desperate at times because mm-hmm. I really did like mm-hmm. feel I don't know the, the, that was kind of like that your, was a lot but yeah. like um the art for me, like and my artwork and my paintings were like an old friend that were always there for me. And it was something I could just do. And I knew I could do it. And I felt confident in it. And I never felt confident in like any other areas of my life. And I still don't, like, yeah. you know? So I'd always made this work. And uh, I worked in like shitty retail jobs, like yeah, yeah. just to like get by, get by eat. <laughs> eat. And like, I'd go out all the time. Like I'd go out like seven days a week, like crazy, me and my friends. Well, that's what you do when you're yeah. young and you're like, you're but creative, I you have like your friends. So many people don't now, like so yeah. many kids now, like, I don't know. I just needed to really go wild. Mm-hmm. And um, so I always did paint and make work, but it was very erratic and sporadic. Okay. And like, it wasn't, uh, very thought out. Yeah, but I, you kind I of just were doing it because yeah. you loved it. And then I moved to Paris for a year, went out loads. What was the What was the reason to come go to Paris? I just like I had a French boyfriend, uh-huh. <laughs> like for a second. Got it. And I, yeah, right. Like no, and I always like I'm quite a romantic person. I think I was like, oh, I just want to get lost in it. I wanted a change of scene. Yeah, because I didn't go to college. Well, I went three times, but left. Yeah, but like, but I, I can relate did, to that. Also, know, love college. I went to college twice, and I tried it. Didn't like it. This is feels like uh, holding me back. Yeah, and deterring from where yeah. I want to be doing. Like iron bars on your body. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah. I get it. Yeah. So I mean, I was dating a boy and a French boy. You moved dating to Paris, changed boy, your scene. Moved to Paris, uh, changed my scene. Like had some amazing experiences like some amazing times in Paris. Then I ended up back in London. And I I was like, what am I going to do? Like uh, still working in like these shitty jobs, trying to put on art shows and like trying to make it happen. But I was really in a strange place, mm-hmm. and in a dark place. And I didn't feel good at all. Like I yeah. felt really crazy. I ended up, so I'd always post my artwork on like Instagram and stuff, and it, but it was really like bad. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it wasn't great. <laughs> and um, I ended up looking on Instagram one day and uh, this guy had like started like liking my work. And it okay. turns out it's my husband now. Oh, oh. like we. Stalker. Yeah, he's behind <laughs> me. Yeah, but I ended up DMing him first. Okay, so got it. he didn't actually know what I looked like and then followed me from my personal account. We started talking a lot, okay. which is really cool. And he was working in Italy quite a lot of the time, which is not that far from London. It's like mm-hmm. two hours. Mm-hmm. So we ended up talking like so much. We were talking constantly and he was like, come to Italy to see me. And yeah, I didn't yeah. go first time. And then he asked again and I went. <laughs> and we had like a crazy time together. And like, I knew, I was like really falling for him. Romantic. Romantic, yeah. And he was just different to like everything I'd ever experience and i think yeah. the calmness as well was something that i really needed i ended up coming here to visit him and never left like oh, wow and it really was a crazy love affair we got married after like three months like wow. yeah it was really crazy and we've been married for four years so <laughs> it was uh so anyway i ended up here not able to work because of the process that you have to yeah, yeah that which is, stuff don't it's like intense i've yeah. heard stories yeah it's, it's not fun 
it was just a it was quite challenging but it was also like an, a great time for us both to like discover each other and like i'd never been to new york before and i mm-hmm. just i'd i'd seen it in films and stuff. yeah yeah but, so yeah. when i came here i was like oh my god like that's the empire state the statue <laughs> of liberty i don't know it was it was honestly insane like it was so amazing for me creatively as well because i just had all these ideas and adriel had seen my work and he worked in like the like luxury side of e-commerce and i was like what am i gonna do here like yeah like i was like i, I was cut in the end before i left london i started learning how to cut hair like because i was like <laughs> i need to do something that's with my hands yeah, i started yeah. to give up on the art thing i was like yeah. okay i don't know if it's gonna happen you know that was really difficult but yeah. he was like let's make a small collection of clothes really simply on like our bedroom floor like yeah yeah, yeah. uh and just see what happens. Mm-hmm. So we'd spend the weekends going around to like vintage shops. And I would like, cause I couldn't work for like nearly a year. No, it was maybe nine months. Oh, wow. So I spent like nine months just honestly, like on this amazing creative journey, to be honest. And it felt the one thing I love about Adriel is he really pushes me when I need it. Like, cause okay. he doesn't coddle, you know, when someone's like, no, that's great. Just leave it at that. He's like, actually, that's kind of shit. You should do it like this. <laughs> or like, you should try. He pushed me more. And I ended up, so we made this small collection and we, it was really exciting. It was so fun and exciting. And it was really like the way we shot it. Like it's still the shoot we did for the first collection is my favorite shoot. Really? Remember the boys with the like pink high shoes? And Wait, that the was the first one? one? Yeah, it was the first collection we did. Oh my so God. We haven't, even been doing it for that long like it's been like two and a half years i think so uh, so we did this collection and it ended up getting picked up by like i think it was like i don't know how it ended up getting picked up by like opening ceremony who we had like a really amazing working relationship with it kind of just spiraled from there right yeah a friend here wore the pants when she was like meeting someone that was at opening ceremony and they saw it and they invited us in and we started we went in for a buying meet- a meeting and then it like turned into like a buying meeting. It was honestly, for me, so crazy. Yeah, like, that I was, is like, kind of, yeah. Because that was, a little, you weren't really expecting that to happen. No, and I had no idea. Like I had no, I have no like idea about, you know, like <laughs> yeah, any, yeah. so I was like, okay, this is cool. <laughs> I mean, Adriel were just like learning as we were going along. And so they ended up buying the collection i just remember the first time like going in and seeing it in the store it was really cool yeah yeah i mean that's um, that's amazing it's something that you did for fun Mm. you guys were yeah throwing things at the wall whatever and then it turned into something much bigger that you weren't expecting it was just weird like i'd never really i just got so used to like thinking that no one was ever gonna like invest in my work or like support yeah i don't because it never really happened but maybe it's because i didn't really apply myself properly i don't know Mm -hmm. but um to feel the support was very, at first, like, very strange. Like, I don't know, seeing certain people wearing, wearing it, like, yeah. from an opening ceremony and then, uh, like, through Instagram. And um, do you and think that basically that moment and all of that happening basically was like this kind of green light for you, like, that encouragement to be like, all right, this worked amazing. I should be doing more and more and more and more. Mm, I think I'm like quite self deprecating, but I'm also like, quite driven when it comes uh-huh. i'm a capricorn and i think we're quite like work focused like and i never thought i was going to be so i was like okay i really want to see what i can do with this mm-hmm. and honestly like without adriel i wouldn't be able to do or i wouldn't have been able to do any of it because i think 
creatives like often need someone else that's outside. It takes like a whole village of people. hundred percent. And um, Adriel's got really good like analytical eye and is able to sort of direct me creatively in the right way. And we worked really well together, like creatively. So I keep saying creatively. <laughs> oh. um, yeah. So no, I really did just the past two years, if I'm completely honest, I've just been me learning as I've been going along yeah. and like watching something grow, which is really amazing and so exciting, learning how to nurture it. But I'm learning like so much every day. Like yeah. I really don't know that much, you know? I, but you honestly, you're not alone in that. And like I told you before, like mostly I've been interviewing musicians mm. and stuff, but it's kind of funny how like, even though you, it's a different world. Yeah. It's a similar in the sense that like people, you know, they found something that they loved doing so much and sure. they couldn't see there themselves. There was no option uh, to do anything else. To do it. And they just kept doing it and doing it and doing yeah. it to the point where like, you know, people respond to it yeah. and they love it. And then it helps kind of nurture that like somewhere in your brain, there's like a hug yeah. that kind of just embraces it. Yeah. And like then, a screaming child. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And for a lot of these musicians, even it's learning as they went on to, because mm. sometimes it happens where they put out one song and then it's like their Boom. breakout moment Yeah, and they get signed or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But So it's, you're not alone in that feeling of like letting yourself be expressive and showing who you were mm. with your art. Yeah. And then it kind of like, led you to all these different doors it's like turning it into a business yeah. in a way i guess like, yes 100%. which is so foreign to me yeah you know? it's just because yeah because i'm so like emotionally attached to it yeah. yeah yeah but it's no it's honestly it's been such an incredible journey and i think the thing i love the most is how many amazing people I've met in the yeah. city and like there's so many creative amazing people here like and it's just such an inspiring place for your work. I think you probably feel the same way. You just feel so like driven when you're here. Totally. The and hustle. It just takes that one person to kind of like ignite you even to just keep going. Yeah, and to doing, fuel you. Yeah, to fuel you. Yeah, exactly. I think creatives need need fueling. And you're so right what you said about like there was no option other than for me to do this. Like it was a lifeline for me. I couldn't mm -hmm. not do it. Like mm -hmm. I would die inside. Like now I find it quite difficult to find the time because I'm managing quite a lot of other things to make work. And when I don't make work for quite a long time, I do feel like not well, like physically even, I just feel like I'm not, I need to do it. It's like a cathartic release. Well, that's good. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Cause ultimately you want to, I mean, continue to do this yeah. and the fact that it still drives you so much and that you kind of yeah. need it as yeah. your like safety I net do. for yourself. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It's, I think um, it's definitely like a, a journal for me or something yeah. or like a meditative state that I, yeah i don't know <laughs> <laughs> lol like we said before we yeah all uh the pop-up and all that happened we're now like in this crazy time where we've sure. had to like stay indoors a lot yeah was that like a different experience for you or were you like i'm used to this i'm ready <laughs> bitch like i'm so freaking used to it like i honestly i'm in here all the time making work so it didn't it didn't really feel unless I was watching the news or whatever. Yeah. Was, like I've just honestly, it's, it felt like I was just carrying on with what my practice and stuff. Adriel was working. So he worked and then he'd come and help me in the evenings or whatever, okay. but for him to be able to be at home as well. And for us to really be able to do a lot together and like, we really work so well together and feed off each other so well creatively that was really important. And it, it was able to give us some time to stand still 
and see how we could grow a little bit more. If you know what I mean. 100%. Yeah. No, but that's, that's amazing. Because, I mean... For a lot of creatives, though. Yeah, like, you kind of do need that someone to, like, balance you out a bit. Completely. Because I'm kind of like similar in the sense that like I I'm always like going in my head yeah but then I don't really think about like the realistic like work sometimes mm. like like the foundation of getting things done from yeah. and how it should be presented like I want to do this yeah, yeah 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 and sometimes you need someone to kind of reel it in completely and then like be more analytical yeah yeah 100% yeah and yeah it's I, difficult it's not easy no it's one else have that balance and no one also teaches you that really they don't like it's not like you go to school they'll get taught to like which is the most like important thing, yeah. like in a way, because it's all well and good having these ideas, but they need to be like executed properly, which is difficult. And it's, it's a lot of work, but I've a lot of talking about quarantine. I think a lot of creatives that I've been speaking to have said, it's been like a really great thing for them, like where they've had time to sort of self-reflect and um, sort of really cut the crap out of their mm -hmm. life and be mm -hmm. like, well, this is what I want. It's changed my perspectives on like a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Like, um, just like how much stuff is like so unnecessary, you know? There's a lot. Right. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. the and obviously during this time you were able to kind of like plan out this brand new collection that, that you've we've been done putting. in four stories. Yeah, in four stories. Yeah. I it has it's, been a lot. It's been a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> but it's yeah. Over the last was it has it been like weeks or months? Like with so every fifteen days. Okay. We just decided to do it a little bit differently this time. Like, in my opinion, I feel like fashion week and the way mm -hmm, there's a mm -hmm. schedule and stuff, it feels a little bit stale. I yeah. don't know if that's the right way of saying it. I mean, it's cool. but There's definitely been a shift happening for a while. Yes, I think so. But for me, like uh, the brand, like it's just so important that we do our own thing and dance to our own song. And we've always done that. And we've always just followed our instincts and I don't ever want that to change. Yeah. So I just thought launch this, how we want to do it yeah, and yeah. make it really fun. And I like telling stories in my work. So each collection had its own story and a theme. And I love that. Like I find that so exciting. It's like a performance. Yeah, I for guess. sure. And I think like there is a performative aspect to my work, especially like painting and stuff. It, it, it is like a, it's almost like a ritual. So I'm never normally like happy with the work I make, but I'm really pleased with what we've been making. And I think, it, uh, yeah, I think, <laughs> I think we've been, yeah, I'm, I never you should say be this, proud. But I'm proud of it. Like, you should be proud. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, just, I feel like this summer you took over the yeah. amount of Speedos, the amount mm. of boys, everyone yeah. that I got to see I like your loved, work on their butts. <laughs> I like loved seeing the, my favorite thing for me, the, the most incredible thing is to see everyone wearing the clothes yeah. it's honestly just warms my heart like it makes everything all the hard work so worth it seeing everyone wearing it so yeah and i mean now with the mask and everything yeah. too that was and we're trying to do like more full looks yeah yeah we designed from quite a selfish point of view like i always make things that i want to wear that i can't find so i'm like okay like i want the bag i want the scarf i want the mask i want the speedos <laughs> i want the trousers the jacket because i love like a full look yeah and yeah, i think yeah. like all the gays love a full look yeah we right we, we love it we love a full moment we love it so like why not just do it yeah and you've always had like all of it like if you if you see one style then you also could get it like this yeah like this like this yeah like this, like this. gotta get an <laughs> option sweetheart <laughs> <laughs> is is there a particular set that you put out in the last uh, few weeks that you like 
maybe love a little bit more than the other? Um, I really like love the denim that we did. I thought the jeans that we made, we have a lot of our production made in Portugal and the USA. We don't, we're really quite careful about where we make our things. We Mm -hmm, want to be, mm -hmm. make sure we're supporting the right people and um, just like conscious about like where our product comes from and making sure it's like the best quality. So going backwards and forwards to make this like perfect fit pair of jeans. I like love them and I wear them all the time. Yes. So cool. And then I love the the new greatest love uh, black and white print that we've done. I think it's like a homage to the love for my husband. It's really personal, but it also from afar, like you don't know that it's writing and like, I just, I really love that. Too. Well then that's what, I mean, that's like my favorite thing about all your work. It's there's so many layers sure. to it yeah. that make it yours. Yeah. And with, when it comes to like making the clothes, like it always starts as the canvas at, for you, right? It's always the art no. that comes first, or is it the clothes that comes second? We, so it's so it's so strange because I initially, when I started out a couple of years ago, I was like, okay, I'm an artist, and I paint on clothes. But now I'm like, we've kind of grown this brand, mm-hmm. and I really want to give it the power that it has, and and. Yeah, now I feel like, okay, I can look at things as a designer mm-hmm. and I'm really enjoying the process of like making a product and like, obviously everything is intertwined with my artwork because it's the prints from my artwork. Um, but I can, I'm enjoying like making product, designing product and then sort of applying the artwork side of thing afterwards. Okay. So it's like working different ways. I'm really enjoying painting again. Uh, so I need to make time for that too. But I feel like I can be a designer. I can be an artist. Yeah. I can be good at both. Yeah. And I feel like that's the kind of thing that's always going to be where like, it's going to never be one or the other more. It's always going to be changing. Yeah. And probably the ways you do it's always going to be changing. It's yeah. probably never going to stay the same thing ever. It, yeah. It's And it's nice to like revisit things as well. So like uh, for this last collection like I mean going back to things that I've done before but doing them in different ways I don't know I just feel like there are so many possibilities and so many different things that we can do that really exciting yeah and then you get to bring it to life with all these amazing people that you put put the clothes on that's probably the most fun part right yeah I think um for me it's like I see how it's going to look before it's done Uh and I just love the it's like putting on a performance or something and i just love seeing it all come together it's so about the people that wears it you know what it like imagery for my work like i want it to be about the people wearing it like Mm -hmm. just as Mm -hmm. much of the Mm clothes. you know what i mean and you could just tell with anytime someone's wearing your clothes they feel powerful or they feel like Mm. they are the moment they all of that i mean i could speak for myself and say that like do you it's (laughs) it's so interesting to yeah yeah like when i came here i got like the whole the whole like uh, jean and jacket. Yes. Oh my god, moment. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, and I just I went to Bushwick in that outfit to like record all these like funny yeah. interviews with the queens that yeah. were there, uh-huh. and I just like felt like I could not be stopped. I like oh. was like walking around like I owned the place. That makes me so happy. <laughs> I think I use clothing as like um, when I'm making clothing or even wearing clothing myself as sort of like a barrier against the world. But I wanted to to make something that you put on and you instantly feel empowered or like part of something you know what i mean yeah. like it, it, that's so important like yeah. for the wearer to feel special you're doing it you're doing it and i mean i love just how inclusive it always feels too always. it's like every, people from always all Maybe. walks of life yeah and that's so important yeah i mean and especially like now it just it's like to 
feel like it doesn't have to just be for what this person and or this be for that be person. Be elitist. Yeah, like yeah. fuck all that noise. Fuck that. All that noise. <laughs> so stale and tired. Yeah. Like, we've never been about that and we will never be about that. Good. Like even becoming commercial, like I just, it's something that is just so alien to me mm-hmm. and it's so against us as a brand. Like we yeah. just don't want to. Yeah. And I'm sitting here, I'm like surrounded by all your artwork in your studio. And you just showed me some of the new yes. athletic wear. Which, like, honestly, we've never done any active wear. So it's like our first foray into it. We've only do, we're only doing, th- I think, three full looks. But I'm really excited about it. And yeah. I think, um, I hope people respond to it in a good way. Well, I think they will, because I think being able to go to the, the gym or outside for a walk and you feel like to the bodega yeah or to the bodega like whatever you need to do yeah and feel like cozy comfortable but also like look amazing yeah they're so comfortable i'm so excited about it yeah i can't wait to wear it like this is the first time i've seen it all like (laughs) properly oh i got the first official exclusive look you did (laughs) but yeah it's gonna be really really exciting and the um campaign and stuff we've done is really cool so i'm excited about it yes there's a lot more coming there's a lot more coming and there's patrick's church doesn't plan on stopping oh god (laughs) yeah you're gonna be like an old graddy kid here i've got the new collection still trying to hold my pencil up (laughs) yeah yeah but i think i want to do like now that we've done these four drops i just want to do a drop every two weeks like oh don't stop why not i don't think i i want to stop i think I like doing it this way it's been really interesting and I think I want to keep it exciting and fresh and I think maybe we just do it in a different way from now like it's that's the nice thing being able to choose how you want to do it and I think now too like we we were saying before like I feel like if anything this quarantine has really allowed creative people to kind of just like why how do I have to do things in a specific time or do it this way or do it that way? I'm going to do things that feel right for me. Yeah. And I feel like that speaks Completely. to that. Like, just why not release it whenever we yeah. want to release it? Like, who cares? Yeah, who you cares? You know what I mean? Just do it. Yeah, and do your thing. And yeah, I think so too. So, I am 100% for that. The last thing we're going to do, because yeah. I like to always wrap it up with this, is... I don't know if you've ever seen it. There's like this interview that Whitney Houston has mm. online that has become like her forever meme now. Okay. Where she she talks about us one of her mm. songs or whatever. Yeah. And she goes, But wow, what a moment. I will never forget. A moment that is most pleasing to me in my career. <laughs> oh, my so I, I've taken it as uh, this thing to like uh, look back on. Sure. Because uh, I think as creatives, we often are always thinking about the next thing sure. to do. Like, oh my God, I know And moving that. and moving and moving. And we sometimes forget to reflect and look back at something and be like, wow, I did that. Look at that. Like, that was amazing. So like, what is a moment most pleasing to you? I think <laughs> the moment that happened two weeks ago where like all of our hard work came to fruition and my husband was able to quit his job to help me full time, which it was so scary. And it was something we'd wanted to do for like such a long time. But just being able to know that we can do that now and like grow together, like even like personally, you know, I think it's going to be such an amazing thing for us. And that is the like proudest moment that I've had with it. Aww. Like, yeah, it's really special. So I'm so excited. <laughs> That's about amazing. That. Yeah, he finishes in like a week. Yes. Sayonara. <laughs> Are you excited? <laughs>
Oh, yeah. He's well, shy. I want to thank you so much for sitting down and of talking. Of course, with thank me. you for having me. You're amazing. Yeah, you're amazing. And you talked. You did it. You did it. I was actually not that bad. Right? You were. You were great. Oh. You did it. You did the damn thing. Okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> excited. All right. Well, thank you for been, having me. This has been John Ali and Patrick Church. Thank you, everybody. Bye. 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 <laughs>